Welcome to the IF Future Leaders Podcast. I'm Dylan Riddle, the Communications Director at the Institute of International Finance, a member of the Class of 2020, and a host of this podcast. The IF Future Leaders Group, for those who aren't aware, brings together young leaders within the financial industry to foster ties between rising stars from different regions and backgrounds. This podcast is a collection of episodes from my classmates in the Class of 2020, and it's your opportunity to hear exactly what experiences helped shape their career and inevitably made them future leaders. To learn a little bit more about the program, we wanted to start off this series with a short episode featuring my colleague, Greer Mizells, who's the Chief of Staff at the IIF and a leader of programming on the Future Leaders Program. Greer, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Dylan. So I'm hoping you can tell us a little bit more about how did the FLG get started? I know some of the aims that we reiterate at the top of every year, but you know, it'd be really helpful to hear from you, kind of some of the background, how long it's been going on, how many classes there are, that sort of thing. Sure, absolutely. Uh, so the Future Leaders Group was really uh, the brainchild of our president and CEO, Tim Adams. Back in 2014, an idea was proposed to him that we should put together a group of uh, former board members so that we would have a group of chairman and CEO of our board member firms, and they could kind of be, um, you know, advisory to the IIF. Tim's thinking was that, you know, what would be more helpful would be to have a group of future leaders, those people who would potentially become board members um, themselves one day. So he thought that it would make more sense to develop um, this type of program, and in 2014, it came through to fruition. So we began in 2014. Um, we have a, a different cohort every year, and currently we have about 275 alumni across the globe. Um, they are representative of many different countries, both in the United States, um, as well as in other parts of North America, South America, Africa. Europe, Asia, Australia, uh, really runs the gamut. So it's a really diverse group of, of up-and-coming leaders. I think our class this year had something like 50 members from every continent, I guess, besides Antarctica. Obviously, this year was not a, a typical year, probably, for the programming side. But what does a typical year look like? What's the point of bringing all these people together besides, you know, another nice bullet point on their resume? Sure, yeah. Bullet points are always great, but we do hope that they get a little bit more out of it than that. In the past, uh, in a, in a quote-unquote normal year, we have two conferences. Um, one we tend to do in an international location, and then one we generally have on the margins of IIF's annual membership meeting, which takes place every year on the margins of the IMF World Bank annual meetings. So we try to go to different countries um, every year. Their international locations, some of the ones that I've been involved in, took place in Brussels uh, in 2018, and then in Shanghai, China in 2019. This year, unfortunately, uh, we were going to be going to Amsterdam, but uh, given the COVID-19 pandemic, we had to um, change, change course. But you know what these conferences uh, are supposed to do is to expose uh, the future leaders of that year to um, different ideas, different kind of areas of focus uh, that the particular location lends itself to. So for example, when we were meeting in China, a lot of the thrust of the discussions uh, over the course of the, the couple of days 
were around China's financial sector opening. Uh, what does that mean for the financial services industry? And you know, also about some of the geopolitical issues. Uh, the U.S.-China tensions were a big topic of discussion, but also China's relations with the European Union, with other countries in Southeast Asia and Northeast Asia. So we try to tailor those sorts of, of discussions to, to the place that we, that we visit. The other big part of it is obviously the professional networking. Um, this is both kind of intra-cohort uh, as well as with different industry leaders. So we tend to bring in uh, members of our board, both the CEOs and chairman and presidents, to come and talk to the class in what we call a leadership town hall series. Um, we also encourage kind of intra-group networking. So that could be on various projects. For example, in the 2020 class, we had a mock board meeting. So it required the class to come together and uh, decide on how they wanted to present special discussion topics to the group. Um, this year, those ranged from regulatory impacts of COVID-19 to ESG and sustainable finance issues, as well as the digitalization of the financial services industry and what that means for the future of financial services. Um, we also have a um, what we call open mic sessions, where the class is able to discuss um, topics that are really of interest to them, uh, both professionally as well as personally. And a lot of times this is an opportunity to hear um, from each other on issues of diversity, equity, and inclusion, work-life balance issues, kind of career development issues, you know, what do you do next? Um, so, you know, it really kind of runs the gamut of both you know, professional development, um, learning about different kind of functional areas of expertise, but also being able to create those personal bonds that will last hopefully throughout a lifetime. Um, and we also try to encourage relationships between the different class years so that we bring together different classes in a variety of ways. The mock board meeting, I think, was an interesting point to bring up, as well as the other topics. But the board meeting, I think, particularly this year, obviously, switching from a, a conference format to having to do everything virtual this year, we still were fortunate to have exposure to a lot of leadership and executives and things like that. But some of the lessons I took away the most were from the more candid kind of discussions, which I think happened a lot at the board meeting, um, where obviously we covered all of the, you know, the regulatory impact of COVID and kind of the, the high level issues. But then we were able to get into a deeper discussion of things that just impact the, the group's day-to-day -day jobs. And um, obviously diversity, equity, inclusion was really high on the agenda. We had a, a lengthy discussion about what different firms are doing and how people, you know, view those firms um, and kind of their actions or their own firms approach to this. Uh, plus work-life balance, which has obviously been a huge issue when everyone's working from home, suddenly your office is also your bedroom or your kitchen in my case. You know, I think it's a little bit underrated as an aspect of the program to have that personal interaction and that, you know, talking to somebody else who's in a similar situation that you are, hearing how, you know, it's affected them. That's a really good point. And I think, you know, it's important to have those discussions with people who are also in different firms and institutions. You know, a lot of times those conversations, you know, maybe take place internally. We have some of those discussions here at the Institute of International Finance, and I'm sure that those discussions take place within every institution um, that's a member of the IIF. 
but being able to hear about what other experiences are in different institutions really, you know, both provides good perspective, but also sometimes has the, the added benefit of the, oh, great, I'm not alone. You know, we're not the only ones that are struggling with this, or this is, you know, I'm not the only one who's worrying about this particular issue. And so it's a really good opportunity to kind of get outside your particular comfort zone and hear from, you know, other people with, with different perspectives. Absolutely. And, you know, obviously this has been going on, as you said, since 2014. So there's a decent kind of runway of tracks ahead of the 2020 class and the soon to be announced 2021 class. You know, what are some of the alumni up to now? Does the future leaders program just end after a year or do you still engage some of the alumni as well? We definitely try to engage the alumni. We've developed an alumni network, which was something new in 2019 really with the idea of both continuing to connect within the different cohorts, but also being able to connect uh, between classes, uh, whether that is you know, someone who was in the 2014 class um, of, of your particular institution that you weren't aware of, or being able to connect with people who have similar uh, positions that you're currently in, but you know, are coming at it from a different perspective because they're at a different institution. Um, we're really excited that, that so many of our future leaders have actually become true leaders. Uh, this year was the first year we had a future leaders where are they now session, which brought together uh, three individuals from previous classes who have really excelled uh, both in their own institutions and some have changed jobs and, and changed institutions, but have really steadily climbed up the, the ladder. Uh, we have people who are, you know, group division heads. We have individuals who are in charge of major uh, geographic regions. Uh, we have chief operating officers, people who are now in CFO roles. Uh, we actually even had one of our first future leaders who became president of an institution. So, you know, it's, it's really rewarding to see the great work that, that these individuals continue to do. And also through the alumni network, we're able to continue to kind of champion their work um, and, and tell people, you know, congratulations when they get promoted or, you know, to, to be able to amplify some of the great work they're doing on a project that they are particularly proud of. So the idea is to really create these bonds that will last uh, throughout an individual's career and certainly hope that, you know, it doesn't just end with, with the conclusion of a particular last year. Looking ahead to next year, by the time this podcast ends up getting published, we'll have just announced the class of 2021. What does that class look like and what's on the agenda, obviously, coming out of the COVID-19 pandemic? What are they going to be focused on this year? Sure. Uh, we are very excited about the class of 2021. We have 49 individuals uh, from 47 different IIF member institutions. It's a really diverse group, again, which is something we strive for. They come from 23 different countries and represent a really wide variety of functional areas, including risk management, corporate strategy, sustainable finance, legal affairs, digital banking and innovation, uh, really runs the gamut. And one thing that we're particularly excited about is that um, this is the first year uh, where women make up the majority of the class. So we have, um, uh, a 57% female uh, future leaders class. And that's something we're particularly proud of. Um, now, it's, it's not just something that um, the IIF has been pushing, 
but these individuals are in fact uh, nominated by their institutions. So the fact that there is an increasing number of nominations of women within these firms, I think is a real testament to the fact that issues of diversity and inclusion are really front of mind at a lot of the financial services industry today. Now, in terms of what we're, we're thinking of doing for this next year, for the first half of 2021, uh, this will definitely still be a virtual experience. Uh, depending on how things look with the vaccine and the vaccine rollout, we may consider doing an in-person meeting uh, in the fall. But some of the topics that we'll focus on um, will obviously be some of our perennial uh, issues that are so important to the financial services industry, um, the role of sustainable finance and ESG issues and how that's really changing how uh, different institutions think about uh, the work that they do and the impact that they make, um, the role of digitalization. This is also obviously something that's just accelerating over time, the use of cloud, machine learning, AI, um, issues around central bank digital currencies and stablecoin. And of course, the regulatory agenda continues to be really important, uh, especially in a COVID-19 environment. And also with the change in administration in the United States, that will obviously bring with it different policies, um, regulatory policies and administration policies. And so it will be interesting to look at some of those issues as well. But, you know, we will be uh, taking a, a survey of the class of 2021 to make sure that we try to cover as many topics as possible uh, that will be of importance to the group. I'm just thinking back on the survey that we took at the beginning of last year, uh, only to realize whatever I thought was important in January of 2020 definitely was relevant three months later. But I'm very excited for the class of 2021 to get started. And Greer, I don't want to take up too much of your time. And I certainly want the listeners to hop down and, and start listening to some of these interviews with my classmates. Um, so thank you for joining us. And uh, hopefully the next time that we can talk and by next year having posting this podcast again we'll have a future leader who maybe makes it to the if board even but thanks for joining us and uh, we'll talk soon great thanks so much dylan and uh you were a terrific future leader and i'm very excited that you were one of our nominees this year so thank you very much and look forward to talking to you soon